Well, good morning, Oceanside Sanctuary. You are probably wondering why I'm coming to you today on video. And the answer is, unfortunately, after two and a half years and being fully uh, vaccinated and boosted, I finally got COVID. And it is definitely given me a hard time. And unfortunately, having COVID means that I can't be there with you today. And it also means, of course, that Janelle can't be with you here today because she has been exposed to the COVID that I have. However, we wanted to make sure that we reached out to you today, even with videos, because today is a really important day in the life of our church. We are so sad that we can't be there with you in person because today is the day that we get to celebrate our associate pastor, Alex Kipp's ordination. Today is the day, after five long years of Alex being with us, that we get to finally pray for him, encourage him, lay hands on him, and bless him for the purpose of embarking on the ministry that he's called to for the rest of his life. Alex first came to us five years ago this month in November of 2017. And in the past five years, Alex has done a little bit of everything at the Oceanside Sanctuary, like any good associate pastor would. In addition to that, however, Alex also has earned his Master's of Divinity from Claremont School of Theology, and also on top of that, gone through the ordination process for the past two years with our denomination, the Christian Church, the Disciples of Christ. And today is the day that we finally get to celebrate his official ordination. A blessing for Alex. Alex, you came to us five years ago this month with an excitement to be a minister and a renewed faith. You are full of possibilities for the future. I blessed that man five years ago who despite his past pain and struggle, he picked up his faith again and heard the call of ministry. I pray you will always keep eyes of wonder and excitement. Alex, you've had great success throughout your years here and a few ministry ideas that didn't quite stick. I bless both your ministry successes and failures as they were hard fought and beckoned you to choose grit and determination. You always got up, picked yourself up, brushed yourself off and tried again. The path of ministry is not one easily forged and often there will be failures along the way. I pray you always maintain the grit and determination required to fight the hard fight of ministry. Finally, Alex, I bless the future you are embarking on. I pray God will lead your steps as you journey forward to seek justice, love mercy, and fight for the oppressed. God bless you. Reverend Alex Kipp. Now, fortunately, our regional minister, Reverend Richie Sanchez, can be there with you. He has joined us for this uh, happy occasion in person. And so I want to take the opportunity to introduce him to you. For those of you who don't know, we are a part of a denomination called the Christian Church, the Disciples of Christ. And Richie Sanchez is our regional minister, essentially the pastor to all the churches in the Pacific Southwest region. Reverend Richie Sanchez holds an MDiv and an MA from Christian Theological Seminary in Indianapolis, Indiana. He's dedicated his life, education, preparation, and leadership to serve 
within multicultural contexts. Reverend Richie Sanchez serves as regional minister of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ in the Pacific Southwest region. As I mentioned, a region that represents almost 90 churches worshiping in seven languages and recognized with the greatest cultural diversity in the national denomination. Would you do me a favor and provide Reverend Richie Sanchez with a warm welcome as he comes up? Welcome, Reverend Richie. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I am uh, so blessed by uh, the OC, uh, OSC band and Joey, uh, Minister Joey's uh, leadership this morning. How, much, how about we give God some hand praise for them? Oh, my God. Uh, I uh, hope that no one expects me to jump off of the stage. Uh, that uh, might not end well. <laughs> Uh, I am uh, so uh, saddened uh, by uh, the absence of our uh, pastors, uh, Reverend uh, Jason and Janelle Coker. Um, they are uh, indeed teaching me on a consistent basis, and I am so grateful uh, for all of you who are making Oceanside Sanctuary a place that indeed is home uh, for all that love uh, and serve uh, the Lord. And so I am so grateful, again, uh, for all that they uh, continue to uh, labor and, and, and trust uh, to us. And so uh, serving as regional minister, I get a couple of uh, good things to do and uh, some, sometimes not so good things to do, but uh, know that my heart uh, goes out. Uh, Mark, uh, I, it's so amazing this morning uh, to be able to uh, remind us that still we have a world that uh, needs uh, a lot of love and, and still uh, people that indeed uh, should des uh, deserve uh, all that uh, everyone else deserves, a place that is safe, a place that indeed can be a sanctuary for all, us all. And so, no, my heart continues to lament uh, with all of you and to, to uh, be excited. And so, uh, it's not always that we get the opportunity to ordain uh, uh, pastors uh, in, the, in our midst um, I, because uh, one of the gifts of being part of the Christian Church uh, Disciples of Christ in the United States and Canada, we're about 3,000 congregations across uh, this uh, this nation, but uh, uh, one of the gifts is uh, we have uh, a belief that we uh, have the priesthood of all believers, which means that um, even as we are taking time to uh, set apart uh, to pray for uh, Alex Kipp, uh, but then all of you, uh, all of us are uh, too expected to be able to share our gifts, to be able to bless others, to extend the kind of grace that we uh, ourselves receive. And so know that uh, indeed God has a plan, has a, a hope, and has a future for us all. Amen? Amen. So don't feel like, oh my God, uh, we are elevating uh, Alex. If not, what we're doing is we are holding Alex even more accountable. <laughs> and so that's uh, uh, where, where we uh, find ourselves. So I am going to uh, go ahead and there's some uh, pieces of liturgy that we're going to read. And so I'm going to ask you to be patient with us as we uh, try to work uh, through uh, the liturgy. Uh, if you notice, I'm going pretty fast. I am a New Yorker. <laughs> Please forgive me uh, for that. Uh, I, it's just part of uh, my uh, uh, upbringing in, uh, in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, being this young man, I don't know how I'm here in California. It's just uh, the things that God does. But uh, indeed, so I'm not trying to sell you anything, but uh, it's, 
It's just how I am. Um, so if I would be, I, I don't see him. There he is. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, invite uh, our dear brother, uh, Alex uh, Kip, uh, forward. And if you notice, I have on a mask. Uh, it's, it's, yes. I'm on a mask, and I'll try to uh, be a little distant uh, from Alex uh, because I'm, I'm on the end of the spectrum of a cold, and so I don't want you to have to uh, go, I met the regional minister, and all of a sudden he gave me a cold. That's just not what, <laughs> that's not cool, right? It's just not what we want to do. But uh, indeed, uh, so remember to keep uh, Reverend Coker's uh, in prayer, as uh, some of us uh, who might have uh, had uh, uh, you know this this uh, COVID piece and it's not fun at all, uh, and uh, so I, I, I lament <laughs> and I'm saddened with him, but I'll, I'll be checking in on him as as we go. So we are here. I've had this incredible bio that I'm going to read about you, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, hey, you yeah. want to make you more blushing and blushy. Yeah. <laughs> So Alex uh, started his Christian journey in the Episcopal Church at a young age, and over time he experienced multiple expressions of faith and started a top-rated spiritual podcast called Soul Feed. How many of you knew that? No? Ah, that's awesome. So you got some fans. Um, <laughs> this uh, uh, podcast, uh, which became new and noteworthy on iTunes, reaching over 130-plus countries, in 2018, he transitioned into ministry and became the youth and young adult director at Oceanside Sanctuary. Somebody goes, ooh. Yeah. And then eventually becoming the associate minister in 2020. Ooh, yes. Uh, so in 2019, he began seminary with a full scholarship. Oh, man, I, I didn't get one of those. <laughs> so, so, uh, that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, ah, yeah, that's a, but uh, he got the full scholarship from the Disciple Seminary Foundation at Claremont School of Theology and graduating with a Master's in Divinity with highest honors in 2021. I, I did not know that. that that's amazing. Because you're the man. Since graduation, he's been awarded the Higher Education and Leadership Ministries Award, uh, the Disciples Seminary Foundation Award, and the Church of the Good Shepherd Preaching Award. Additionally, as an actor, he's appeared in films, TV, and theatrical performances across the country, and Alex uses all of these influences to bring God's love into the world through creative content, speaking, and pastoral care. So bless God for you. Thank you. So dear uh, brother, I have a few things to uh, ask you, and I hope you say I do to all of them. <laughs> I know you will. This is not a marriage ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel that uh, dynamic, it's, it's a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And uh, uh, normally I, I bring this uh, robe uh, and stole, so I only kept the uh, stole because uh, Alex is so graceful and so forgiving, and so I did not want to uh, startle many of you to go, oh yeah, my God. I was God. like, I can't wear a robe. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> At some point, when it gets cold, I guess, right? No. <laughs> but, uh, we're good. So here we go. Uh, my brother in the faith, do you believe that you are truly called by God and the church to the life and work of ministry in the name of Jesus Christ? If so, please say I do. I do. Paul the Apostle testified, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Will you endeavor to be diligent in your practice of the Christian life, reading the Bible, continuing steadfastly in prayer, and taking up your cross daily to follow Christ. 
If so, please say, I will, with the help of God. I will, with God's help. Amen. And scripture teaches that the church was devoted to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Will you endeavor faithfully to fulfill your calling among the people committed to your care by preaching the word of God and the apostolic faith and by presiding at the celebration of baptism and the Lord's Supper? If so, please say, I will, with the help of God. In scripture, ministers are exhorted to tend the flock of God committed to their care, not by constraint, but willingly, not for selfish gain, but eagerly, not by domineering over those in their charge, but by example. And will you endeavor to care for the people of God, nourishing and teaching and encouraging them, giving direction to the life of the congregation, counseling the troubled, declaring God's forgiveness of sin and proclaiming victory over death. If so, please say, I will, with the help of God. I will, with the help of God. The Spirit of God led Jesus to preach good news to the poor, proclaiming release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, setting at liberty the oppressed and proclaiming the time of God's good favor. Will you endeavor to lead the people of God in their obedience to the global mission of the church guiding their concern for justice, peace, and freedom for all people, and taking a responsible place in the governance of the church and in service of the world, please uh, say, I will, with the help of God. I will, with the help of God. And the Apostle Paul proclaims the church to be one body with many members. And will you endeavor to live and work in unity with all Christians, witnessing to the visible unity of the church cooperating with disciples, colleagues in the ministry of the Congregational, Regional, General, and Ecumenical Church, and leading the church in fulfilling its ministry of reconciliation. So, I will with the help of God. I will. Paul also wrote, For me to live is Christ. Will you endeavor to conduct yourself so that your life is shaped by Jesus Christ, who took the form of a servant for our sake, and will you, with the help of the Holy Spirit, continually rekindle the gift of God that is in you to make known to all people the gospel of the grace of God? So, I will, with the help of God. I will, with the help of God. My brother, may God, who has given you the will to do these things, give you grace to perform them. Alex, God who called you is faithful and will not fail you. I might fail you. God will not fail you. Amen. Friends, there's also a part for you. And uh, we can look at the screen and repeat these promises. Will you, as members of God's church, affirm this call and accept Alex as an ordained minister of the gospel? And so, please repeat after me by reading the text on the screen to the right. Alex, we accept you as one call to the public leadership in the church and affirm the decision that you be ordained. We pledge our love and offer our prayers that together we may glorify God and make Christ known in the world. Praise God. Now we have this uh, important uh, Heart, which involves prayer. Um, 
We could not do all of this liturgy without praying for you uh, in this transition. Um, let me read this portion before we come to this part. Hopefully this will help us understand what you were ready to do. Ordination to Christian ministry is preceded by study that you've heard, work and prayer, guided by the Spirit of God. And so at this time we're going to lay hands on Alex and the laying of hands uh, with prayer is attested in scripture as a sign of reconciliation, empowering, and sending forth. And so the church uses this prayerful act to be a visible sign of the gift of the Holy Spirit, to affirm the church's confirmation of this person's vocation, and to entrust to him the power and authority to do the work of God in our midst. And so at this time, uh, I'm going to invite Alex uh, you're, you're interested in kneeling, as I understand. Yeah? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Every candidate is a bit different, but uh, I'll give you the uh, option to kneel before. I'll just um, stand. That feels, Are you sure? That feels okay. less awkward. <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit, uh, <laughs> I, I give options, I give options. But, uh, um, so I'm going to invite uh, those that are on the staff and board of Oceanside Sanctuary to come forward, but uh, also your your life partner, she's here, yes, uh, also, and family, uh, those of uh, Alex's family that have come to travel down to stand with him. And then, uh, what an important thing. Uh, it's okay to cry, you know, it's, a, it's an important moment. And uh, those of you that uh, feel uh, so led, that want to join him up here, uh, you're also uh, welcome to do so. It's one of the ways we uh, offer our witness to his readiness uh, for ordination. And those that are uh, there in the pews, uh, we're going to ask you if you'd like, uh, in our tradition, if you extend, be so kind to extend your hands. Uh, towards Alex as uh, one way of uh, letting him know that we're here uh, with him. So let us pray. Eternal God, you are worthy of our thankful praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In your love, you called your church to be a holy people and a royal priesthood. Through your Holy Spirit, you have given a variety of gifts, hallelujah, making some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry and for the building up of Christ's body, the church. We pray that you will send your spirit upon Alex, hallelujah whom we ordain to the ministry of your church. Confirm in him the grace and in the power to proclaim the gospel and celebrate worship, to lead the church in its faith and its life and in its mission, and to be an example to your people in love, in patience, and holiness of life. Grant that through this ministry your name will be glorified in all of the earth. And that your people can be strengthened, can be set free, can be welcomed, can be made safe, 
God continue to have wonders and miracles be part of Alex's life together with his family. God, we are so grateful for all that you have done in him and still for what is still to come in all of the days, the weeks, the months, and the years ahead. This we ask through Jesus Christ, with you and in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Brother Alex, you've already risen to the ministry which God gives you. Receive the acclamation of the people. And by the Spirit of God, are worthy of the ministry of Christ. Amen. Praise God. I'll ask those uh, to be seated. And I have two gifts uh, before. Oh, it's, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, my God. So your wife has already made you ready. Yeah, <laughs> that was quick. That was so quick. So uh, he's sporting uh, something new. Look at that. <laughs> so I got a couple of gifts for you. Um, I don't know if uh, there's a, a photo op for this, but uh, these two pieces uh, to hang in your office or, uh, I don't know, in the pickup truck or something. No, I, but... Uh, uh, rest assured, uh, Reverend Coker's, uh, this is, there's a place for you to sign on his ordination certificate. And so when uh, it's safe to do so, uh, when, uh, it, please uh, do so for him. And then any other ministers or pastors, please feel free uh, to come up after and uh, put your signature on it. So this way that uh, when uh, Alex looks up at his wall, that he'll remember this day, not only for the certificate, but for the people that were here to say yes. Uh, and and uh, always remember those who will be there to pray with you and to bless you. And then Another part, uh, which is uh, that he had signed uh, a couple of uh, minutes ago before we uh, started the service, and it says, my minister, code of ethics. And so in the church, indeed, we, we do uh, have this. So I'm going to put these two here for you. Oh, we said a, a, a photo op, right? Yeah. 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 Please uh, take a picture of my best side. Give me a second. Because I'm, I'm with an actor, too. It's like, uh, sorry. Uh, there it is. Let's get this off here. Huh? All right. There you go. Oops, sorry. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, my last one, uh, uh, and then I'll, I'll get out of your way because uh, we got we got we got to we got to get that uh, communion in. Um, uh, I uh, uh, tried to find uh, ways that uh, we can connect with our pastors uh, in um, uh, during my time. I've only been here since 2019, so he's got two years ahead of me, right? <laughs> Uh, in your community, but uh, I, I uh, hope uh, to be able to visit with you uh, a little bit more uh, frequent. But um, uh, p pastors, uh, you know, get this gift uh, from our office. Uh, it's not uh, very fancy uh, for many reasons, but uh, it's a towel, and uh, we remember uh, that uh, indeed uh, it was Christ that had uh, served his uh, disciples. Uh, by using a towel to you know, uh, cleanse their feet. So this is going to be a reminder to you that you're here to serve. But then also in the thin times where, uh, you know, tears and uh, uh, challenges come about that uh, we're here with you, right? So that you have something to wipe your tears with, but uh, remember that we're here for you, okay? So bless you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Man. You want me to put this on the side for you? Sure. All right, then that's your stuff. Got it. Can we get this on? 
A towel will be uh, great for the beach as well. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> On the golf course as well. Yeah, yeah. Just the... Well, so how do you like the collar, huh? Yeah? I've been joking that I feel like I should go like straight to the monastery in this outfit. Like, it's just perfect, you know? But the truth is, I honestly never thought I would be here. Not just here in this building, but here as a pastor. Right, I think a lot of us have had some interesting experiences in the church, and I had mine as well. And I can remember finally in that time of life when I felt really called to ministry and weirdly called to this church, right? I showed up, and then I asked God, really, this place? Because I don't know who was here when I first came here. Oh, it was Phil, right? Is Phil here? Yeah, I remember one of the first Sundays I came in, he's like, oh, hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, by the way, we got a homeless dinner. You want to come help out on Tuesdays? And I'm like, hey, my name's Alex. Nice to meet you. Right? Like, who is this guy? What is this place? Right? I mean, the walls were falling down. The carpet was all stained. Jason and Janelle were these amazing ministers at the time, but, like, were also dealing with a lot of transition. And so I was like, God, is this really like the place, right? And to be serious, I, I really didn't know. I'm gonna be truthful about that. I really had to pray a lot about it. And I remember one time I was praying, see this little baptismal thing we have back here? I was praying and I had this really weird vision where I kind of saw myself coming out of this baptismal, like kind of coming out of the water, right? And at that time, I didn't really know what that was all about. Um, and I think five years later, I'm starting to kind of process what that was about. And I think before coming here, I actually had a lot of unprocessed trauma that I was dealing with, right? As many of us do in this space, right? I had you know, survived a cancer diagnosis that took my singing voice away, took my whole uh, sense of vocation away, and that was really hard for me. But what I realized coming to a place like this and being surrounded by people like you was that God was with me in my pain, that God is with us in all of those traumatic experiences in all of those healing experiences. And I really uh, latched on to the phrase, Jesus wept, right? That Jesus weeps for the kinds of things that we have to go through. But not only that, Jesus provides a way to something better. And so I can remember in the early days being up here singing, actually. I've never sang with Joey up here, which would be a lot of fun. And I'm sure we would just, you know, I don't even know what happened. It would be, it would be a hot mess, probably. <laughs> but I remember the first couple times singing up here and literally shaking because of that trauma response, right? Because of this idea that like, no, I can't sing anymore. Is this okay, right? And over time, that response getting less and less and less until finally just feeling free again in who I was, in my true self. And I think ultimately that's what church can be, a place where we can discover 
and lean into and become and uncover again finally our true selves. Because your true self is who God made you to be, right? You are unique, God made you unique. You're a small part of this larger whole that's all connected to the larger body of God. And we are God's work of art. We are God's unique creation. And when we can finally find spaces where we're allowed to express that, or we're allowed to lean into that, even in our trauma, right? Where there's not this sense of, you gotta be perfect at it, right? Where you can grow into all of those aspects, then we truly become the body, the hands, the feet of Christ. And I think what's even more amazing about that is that we do that as a community. That all of you help me discover more of my true self, I help you discover more of your true self. We're all pieces of this whole divine whole, right? That we could only know through community. So as we did this whole formal thing, it felt very awkward to me because it was like I wanted you all up here too, you know? Because you're just as much a part of this as I am in this whole ceremony. So I just wanna thank you for accepting me. And I hope that we can all learn to accept ourselves, right? That this church can continue to be in a, a place where we accept each other. Because, you know, to be honest, the future of my ministry, I don't know what that looks like. I'm kind of weird, right? Like, I don't really have a desire to plan a church or really even be a lead pastor. I love acting. I love doing this stuff. I love all those creative worlds coming together. And that's who I am as my true self. And you accept me as that. And so that's just a beautiful thing that I can't imagine experiencing anywhere else. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you. And I think that really beautifully leads us into communion. I think that's why we're here. This is the practice we have every single week. Every Sunday we come and create space for anyone and everyone who feels called to this table. Because on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread And he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Whenever you eat this, remember me. Likewise, he took the cup of wine and he said, take, drink. This is my blood poured out for you. Whenever you drink this, remember me. So my prayer is that we continue to accept ourselves, to accept each and every one in this room as God accepts us fully and unconditionally just as we are. Amen.
discussion and sharing. Um, so I have the fun pleasure of giving you the announcements after all of this, so um, please listen as I share what's going on here. Uh, if you like what's happening here, which I think you all do, I hope you do, uh, we have some ways for you to get involved. Uh, join us for our Advent Sunday services, which start next Sunday, which is November 27th, and they go through December 18th at 10 o'clock a.m. During the four Sundays of Advent, we will lean into spiritual practices of hope, peace, joy, and love. Next, we have Sanctuary Co-Work, which is now open. Sanctuary Co-Work is a cooperative workspace for dreamers, doers, and difference makers. Co-working memberships help to fund Oceanside Sanctuary's programs to feed the hungry neighbors, empower marginalized communities, and advocate for socially equitable policies for the good of everyone in North San Diego County. So if you know of anyone or if you're interested in becoming a co-working member, please go to sanctuarycowork.com or grab one of the flyers that we have around. Also, join us for our very special Christmas Eve service on Saturday, December 24th at 7 o'clock. Yay. Yay. Uh, we'll sing traditional Christmas carols and explore the mystery of God's presence among us in the birth of Jesus. Please note the next day is Christmas, the 25th. It's a Sunday. We will not be gathering in person. However, we will bring you a special Christmas message online at 10 a.m. so that you can join on Facebook or YouTube with your families. For all of these events and more, you can RSVP at OceansideSanctuary.org slash calendar or scan the QR code, which is in the building. And lastly, how to support us. Oceanside Sanctuary is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we rely on the gifts and donations from people just like you. If you like uh, and would like to support our, our mission, please consider giving a gift today at our website, OceansideSanctuary.org slash give. Scan the QR code, or if you prefer to give cash, there's some baskets in the church. After all of this beautiful um, event today, I would like to just kind of offer a quick little prayer um, to our Lord. So, Lord, we are amazed by you that your nurse mercies are new every day. And this week, as we look forward to Thanksgiving, no matter what season we are in, I pray that each of us would find something to be grateful for, that we would help to slow down, just help us slow down so that we can see the blessings that you have provided for us, whether we're experiencing this moment or we can look back on those. Just thank you so much for the blessing of people like this church, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes our service. May the peace of God be with you. Also with you.